This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, let's say Poe Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye! Rape! 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 On the first fucking date! Yeah, that, I'm, I'm hoping that when I go, it's not in front of the fucking camera. I don't. I don't want to be a fucking meme when I die. You're like, one of those people want, that like say you're gonna die soon, right? That that's your thing. I, I wouldn't say it's my thing, but yeah, I truly feel that way. I feel like I've heard you say it a bunch, where you're just like, I only got like ten years left. Well, you you make it sound like it's something that I masturbate to. <laughs> it's that kind of sounds like you do. <laughs> as many times I've heard you mention, it's just like I can't wait till I'm fucking sixty three and dead. No, I I never said that I wanted to die. I just fully expect that it's going to happen. You know, the it, maybe not so much now, but the, again, uh, poor me. But this last year of a lot of stress, the yeah. job that I was doing was a high stress job. Um, yeah, I, I I really thought that I was. Oh damn! Were you trying to like death you know? death by job? Is that a thing? Suicide by slap chop? Jesus. Death by dollars. It was, uh, <laughs> Damn it, man. Stay with me now. Listen up, it's philosophical. Mud grips, white tip. Cigar sticking out of my face. Earn heart racing sticker on the window banged up fender. Four by four, straight pipe roar, primer and rust all over the door. Scarred up knuckles, mag belt buckle. White t shirt ain't afraid to work. Got a water you looking at, asshole smirk. Cold beer, hot wings, wrangler, skull ring. Get just what you see. Gun rack, ball cap, don't take no crap. Ain't a pretty boy. Hello, welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I am your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And tonight, joining me, uh, I believe the joke he made last time was two thirds of the host of the Who's Right Podcast. We have Doug. Hello, Doug. I didn't fuck you up by singing over your intro song, did I? I actually had the uh, the thing muted, so I would you love motherfucker. God damn it! <laughs> I hope you're recording on your end. Oh, what the fuck? Well, I guess I'm going to need some karaoke action for uh, for Christmas this year, if you don't mind, sir. I know that's a, a favorite, and uh, I listened to it today, and I said, you know what? I know what I'm going to play for Dorg. So what's going on, man? Not much. How the hell are you? I hear you uh, recently got, uh, what is it, promoted to professional podcaster? Is that how the story goes? Uh, what I used to say when I would fire somebody is that I promoted them to potential customer. So I, I believe that's what it's called. I see. <laughs> so you're in the you're in the meat buying business now instead of the selling business. <laughs> Correct. God damn it. So like I gotta ask because we've talked privately a little bit, and I know like that must have been a fucking. I, I can only imagine the millions of dollars they were paying you to travel cross country weekly and to stay in a shit town like Tulsa. Uh, God damn it. That must've been soul sucking, Doug. Well, do you mean the work itself? Just the whole thing, to be honest with you, like having the Monday you drive in Friday, you drive home, you get the weekends to hang out and do your fucking shit. 
and then right back to it. Just I've never commuted like that, and it sounds like fucking. It sounds terrible. Oh yeah, it's definitely a grind. But I'm telling you, the the I got paid once a month. I got paid in the last day of the month. Yeah, and typically the second to last day of the month, I was ready to quit, and like I I just can't do this anymore. Like, yeah, it it just grinds you up. And then payday would hit, and it's like, fuck, I'm re-energized, man. I'm ready to go. Let's fuck. I'm ready to go back on Monday. That's funny how a comma in your bank account will do that, right? <laughs> Get you fucking the, motivated. Uh, but yeah, the, the what really made it rough was, you know, I, I, I talked through my whole schedule, and I don't want to repeat anything. But um, you haven't been on the show in three years. Nobody even knows who you are anymore, Doug. You can tell me. So... Um, <laughs> Monday, I would, like you said, I would drive in to Tulsa from Wichita, about a three hour drive. Then I'd work a, a full shift, get to the, go to the grocery store, get to the hotel, get my podcast shit set up. Anthony and I would record our, our Bible episode. And then I would call my wife and then it would be nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock at night. And I had to get up about three thirty or four. Yeah. So then I'd go to bed and it, and it was the same thing. And every night was a race from work to the hotel room to record who's right. Jesus Christ, Doug. And I mean it and it was like it was a I think I went 13 months. And yeah, I I've, I was worn down, man. I'm not I'm not calling you old in particular, but I'm saying you're no spring chicken, Doug. That seems like a hell of a work schedule for a fellow of your capacity. But again, yeah. There's a lot of fucking money. Cash rules everything around me. I understand that. That's just business. The, the the good thing about it though is it has enabled me for the last year I've been buying all types of machines you could say yeah for my my shop and whatnot and that's how I got that idea for the my own Patreon was I got all this shit that I I bought I might as well start making stuff what is it you doing like um, a Doug box or some shit once a yeah. month you send people a box of shit that you make yeah nice. Have you had like any like really brain busters? I know you had a super secret one that I still don't even know what exactly it was in your first box, but uh, it seems like it's a, it's a fun creative outlet for you, uh, you know, just to, to get in there and fuck around, huh? Yeah, it's typically so far. I mean, I've only just got done with my second month box, and it's typically show related because everybody that signed up is a listener of the show. Uh, so there's a reference to it in one way or another. Like last month, everybody got a 13 inch, or I'm sorry, an 18 inch black Santa Claus, which oh. I didn't make. I bought it, but still made me laugh. So I, I want a black Santa Claus so bad, Doug. I should have <laughs> bought the box. Well, I got an, I got one extra one here. I can send it your way if you like. Uh, that would be fantastic. I wanted to get like a six foot singing black Santa Claus to put in my living room just out the window. So people would think I was getting robbed. You're always nice enough to send me a Christmas card. I can send you a black Santa Claus. That would be fantastic. My wife would love that. I'll hang it on the tree. Not with a, wait, do you use, hold on. <laughs> Time out. I, I think we just ran into the problem here. I'm going to have to stand that one up on the counter. You can't hang a black Santa from your Christmas tree. That's bad. Just letting the dust settle from that one. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of like I think we ended up playing a game about it the other night just like bizarro Santa's like different variations and of course it divulged into fucking filth and nonsense after about the second round and it was just uh, rape is Bill Cosby Santa he comes and he fucking puts pudding in your stocking and shoves ecstasy in your butt like it's it's that time of the year I guess 
I fucking hate Christmas. You're not a fan? No, ever since we we moved uh, from where we lived at to North Carolina, yeah. and I when I took that job, it kind of separated the family. Not kind of, it did. It, it blew up the family, basically. Sure. So then most Christmases are just me and my wife now. Um, so there's, we don't have the kids. You know, we don't see them on Christmas. We yeah. don't see our granddaughter, nothing like that. So, so uh, uh, not to get too personal, but I have thought about you, Doug. Like, since all this recent change and everything, are you still planning on staying in Kansas? You haven't thought about going to a cooler state yet? So we, we bought a fucking house, man. Yeah. And <laughs> like we way, we're, we way overpaid. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I think everybody's in that boat right now, too. So nobody's even sad about it. They're like, yeah, so did everybody else, cocksucker. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 we did this pre-COVID. <laughs> we were idiots. <laughs> but so I have a, I had an interview today. And if that goes through, they offer relocation, which would mean that they would get me out from under the house and uh, get me a house set up somewhere else. So. Damn. Might I ask what part of the country? Because that would be fun to think. Maybe you'll see Doug Douglas travel in the United States of America once uh, again. South Carolina. Oh, that's where the hurricane house was at, right? That was North Carolina. Oh, I've never been to either one of the Carolinas. How's that? Oh, it's fucking dog shit, man. The people in North Carolina <laughs> are fucking stupid. Hey, you know what? Like, I hated here. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, so I was in Eastern North Carolina. Uh, if you remember. When Trump was president and the hurricane went through, it was Hurricane Florence. Sure. There was a uh, interview he did, and there was a yacht in somebody's yard. <laughs> I think I do remember, yes. Okay, that was about two blocks from my house. Was that your neighbor's yacht? No, it, that's that's what made it so remarkable is that the yacht was, it came from somewhere else. And there was and enough just, water that it floated. Yeah, yeah I yeah. see what you're saying now. Damn. <clears throat> but anyway... Um, that area, it's called Eastern North Carolina. Um, just the dumbest bunch of motherfuckers that you you could ever imagine. I don't know, like, dude. I, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating when I say that every every day that I was there, I worked there for about two years, and I would argue with somebody about the Civil War every fucking day. They, you know, they would start <laughs> calling me a Yankee and saying that they won, and I don't remember shit about the Civil War. It's never crossed my mind. Except for the the week that we had to talk about it in high school, was North Carolina a state in the Civil War? I get so mixed oh, up with the North and South, and I think Virginia was there. Yeah, yeah, they were heavily involved in the Civil War. Don't get me started. I'm I'm all educated on it now. I'll start a Civil War podcast with you since you're doing the Bible now. We can get into wars. That'd be fun because I don't know Dick. Yeah, I, I would be more than happy to do that. Yeah, I got I, free time I, on my hands now too. <laughs> How's that? I, I, we just wrapped up the Rubberneckers show. So now oh. I've I've got no scheduled particular day of the week to do a show. I've still got the withdrawal a little bit. Yeah, that's my problem. So I want to do this full time. Yeah. But I'm not good enough and our audience isn't big enough. But other than that, it's like what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. You're good at it. Like You've been doing this long enough. I think if you sucked harder, like you would have quit by now for sure. So I think about that. We had somewhat of an audience. We were doing all right before the uh, official podcast thing. Yeah. But, of course, nowhere near where we are now. You were building between WATP. Nice job, by the way. You just did that this past week. Like, it's, I appreciate hearing you on there. You've gone on there like 30 fucking times. I sure you scooped some people up from that. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten a couple. But, you know, ever since the Steel Toe thing. Yes. Um, 
So this was my first time back from the steel toe. And that steel toe thing was my first experience of a bad reaction from the WATP audience. <laughs> Normally it was uh, all or, or 99% approval rating. Sure. Say. Good job, Doug. You're doing a fantastic job. You just got used to hearing that, huh? Then you fucked around and found out with the steel toe morning show. <laughs> yeah, that uh, yeah, that was a rough one, man. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a, a couple hundred or a thousand people tell you you're a piece of shit, but <laughs> for a while there, I just, you know what? I don't think I'm going to get on the internet today. <laughs> Maybe I am a piece of shit. All these people <laughs> seem to think so. Two thousand people can't be wrong. Yeah, I've never gotten ballsy enough, I guess, to fool around with shit like that. Like you and between you and Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson's probably got a pretty big footprint too. So I imagine that that particular episode had a stage of people. So I can only imagine the rando fucking dickwads that would have just been saying nonsense to you throughout the day. I don't know if it's because I'm an uh, egomaniac or whatever it is, but I I am compelled to read feedback about myself which I think most podcasters are probably aligned with that way of thinking. Yeah, 100%. But the only ones that stick to me are the negative ones. You know, I, I may get in a month, let's say I get 100 positive messages. I'll yeah. remember the negative one. You know, it's funny. I got a bunch of questions before. Would you like to hear a, a negative one? Sure. Uh, this is from Do in the Discord. It says, why is Anthony consistently a better podcast co-host than you? I can't answer that. Rude, right? Doug's a fantastic co-host. As long as you don't ask him to do too much homework. That's the problem. Some of these people, they take liberties and they're going, hey, you got an extra three hours to do some shit? Doug's a busy fucking guy. So one of the things that has worked well for Anthony and I, and and I think this will answer that question, because I, I think I agree. The, the thing that has helped is we've both kind of found our place as far as what, what the show is. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm, I'm more worried about making sure we have something to talk about, or at least in my mind, that's how it is. And Anthony is kind of like the, uh, the catalyst to the jokes or the catalyst and the punchline. Yeah, no shit. I think it was more like the punching bag in the last uh, bonus episode I heard about. You guys were fucking uh, getting started on your new venture, and it sounded like you wanted to choke him through the phone. Yeah, I was uh, maybe going through it, going through something. <laughs> yeah, maybe had some shit going on. You just lost your job and all. <laughs> all I heard was stop being such a faggot and do your fucking job. That's what it translated to me through the recording. Uh, it. So I, I knew better than to get involved with him in something like this. We both put up quite a bit of money yeah. to start this venture. It's like the fifth and, time, right? How did the coffee thing go? No, this is like a real thing. The coffee yeah. thing was, was always shtick. I mean, it was a real company, but yeah, you know, it was we, just we like just a put middleman up, thing. Yeah. We just put up next to nothing and, uh, threw our name on some coffee and then going from, from the very beginning, I knew I was going to shit talk it every episode and he was going to push it because we were trying to avoid having us both talk about the coffee all the time. So we figured if, if I'm shit talking it and he's building it up, possibly something funny could at least come out of the conversation and we're still talking about the coffee. Did you ever try the coffee? Yeah. Once. How was it? I mean, it, it was coffee. Yeah. Like I, it wasn't bad. I got but, I got good coffee here. I didn't order any, but I hear fucking Delvin's did pretty good. His big black cocks. 
the I think they all would have done fairly well if they. I mean, they were expensive before we did anything to them. There's a lot. You know, just looking at it, going like, "This is a novelty bag. What if it sucks?" Yeah, that that was the biggest problem with it, which is why I would I wouldn't get behind it. I, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere, right? I knew that um, at best we would make two bucks a bag or some shit like that. Yeah, and it wasn't worth it to spend five minutes of an hour long show talking about something to make two bucks, like trying to shill it. Basically, like, no, I swear yeah. to God, guys, it's really good. Please buy the coffee. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this this other thing that we're getting involved in, there's so we're we're going to do actual affiliate links yeah. like where you will actually make a commission. If you want to try to push it yourself, you'll actually, you'll have an account, you'll make a commission just like you do with bio bidet. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'll always, and, and there'll actually be money there for you if you do it, as opposed to this, where that, that fucking coffee thing, I think we figured it out and you were going, if, if you sold a bag of coffee using an affiliate link and you made 10%, you would make about 18 cents. Yeah. Per bag. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, in that case, I think you owe me like $2, you fucking asshole. <laughs> okay. We were I'll talking. Send it over right yeah, now. right. You need to mail it. Then mail Delvin his fucking reparations check. He, we already PayPal'd him his reparations. Did you, Anthony? When I, we had Anthony on the other day, and he actually found the check. And I told yeah. him, I said, oh, Delvin's going to say he wants his money. <laughs> send him his $6, you cunt. No, that was the uh, the show check. I listened to that episode. Yeah, that was funny, man. I love Delvin. He said the other night that we should do the coffee. He was like, that was awesome. He said, I had people that were buying that shit just to show the picture with big black cocks on the label. And he was like, we should we should get in and rename it. And we were talking about, uh, I don't listen to a lot of Tupac, Doug, but apparently there's a Tupac album that's called Strictly For My... That one? Right. And so the running joke through the whole thing was that. You know, he's just making fun. Oh, another black guy showed up. Hey, you can buy the album, but I can't buy the album. Ha ha. And anyway, he said, you know, we should call it something different. I said, we should call the coffee company that. And he's like, that's a good idea. And he said, because it's just for us and y'all can't have any. I said, yeah, but all you got to do is tell us we can't have it and they're all going to buy it. It's a win-win, really. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'll be more than happy to sell you our coffee empire. The empire? (laughs) I have to see how my bio bidet money is working out lately. <laughs> we'll meet somewhere in the middle. It's fun, man. Like, I think it's more of the, like you said, for the joke and the content. Like, I like getting a couple bucks here and there, but at the same time, like, it's just as funny to be like, hey, buy Baldo, because that's hilarious. You ever stuff your balls in some guy, gal, whatever? That was an agreement. You know, I mean, we talked about that on the show quite a bit, that we weren't going to shill anything on the show that we didn't believe in sure. as far as taking ads. And... I'll be honest with you, we are <laughs> gradually getting away from that. <laughs> uh, you know, our, our conversations now are, you know, we've, we've got enough listeners that we could do, we could make X amount of dollars per episode if we just do one 30 second ad. Right. And he's like, well, um, maybe we, sh- maybe we should talk. Maybe we should consider it. I said, yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe we should consider doing 10 fucking ads. Yeah. I'll just throughout. <laughs> Every 10 minutes. I think it's, there's a time and a place. I get that shows have cost money. That's not fucking hard to figure out. But there are some people that get a little egregious with it. Nobody has done it, I think, to that extent, which would make it kind of funny. You make a 10-minute fucking episode and six minutes of it is ad. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> so uh, we got wrapped up in 
on Spotify. I think it's only on Spotify. I don't know. But anyway, uh, we got bumped up a tier. Lipson reached out to us and and asked if we would be interested in uh, dropping pre-recorded ads in. Yeah, I've heard some so, of them. Yeah, so one of them was in Spanish. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> uh, so when uh, we were talking through it, I was okay with adding an ad at the beginning or the end yeah. or both, and I brought Anthony around to it, and then. <laughs> Uh, the only thing that we said is we're not going to put any ads in the show itself. You know, that it, I just don't want to do it. It takes you out. Like Carl can get away with it because he shifts gears midway through the show, but it's the only time I've heard an ad and, the, and it's for his fucking ad for whatever that product shit is that he's, you know, it's not something I'm hearing every other day. It's not pre-recorded. Like he's, I guess that one is pre-recorded, but still it's, it's a nice middle point. No, he, he, he typically drops in a, uh, pre-recorded ad for the banana hammock or whatever the fuck the no, hydration no, just, thing? Uh, uh, through that. He, he uses a similar service to what we use yeah. where you, in your waveform you drop in, okay, I want a, an ad here. And then they will decide what ad goes in there. And it's just whatever. Yeah. Okay. And he, he typically does that right after the main uh, review. I guess I just skip it, or I listen live a lot too. Like on Saturday, I'll just listen to it, so I don't listen to it again. So that's nice. Yeah, but it, anyway, what I, what I was saying is, I I didn't want to add any ads in the middle of the episode. Yeah, agreed. But the first episode we put out when we were approved for it, we recorded a three minute episode, and I put twenty ads in it <laughs> just to see. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think the three minute conversation was us just rehashing about do we want to put ads in do we not want to put ads in absolutely not have you ever been to hardy's come by hardy's today <laughs> exactly that, that was a bread sandwich point. with sausage uh, gravy so we t- i took that three minute chunk of audio and i dropped an ad at the beginning or two ads at the beginning and then 30 seconds later another ad and then a minute later another <laughs> ad and all the way down the line and submitted it and <laughs> it it, there was too many ads in it. it. It didn't get approved, and they just shit canned the whole episode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but Thanks, guys. I'm trying to be that, creative that over made here. Some cheese. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely going to appeal to all the demographic if you do it that way. Man, so the new thing, like, I mean, this isn't going to come out for a while. If you don't want to talk about it now, that's fine. But, like, is the new thing the thing that I guess I've heard you talking about something to do with candy? Are you not a patron anymore? I am a patron, but I also didn't want to go putting your business out on Front Street if you guys weren't actually talking about it public yet. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's so yeah. So have you so been, it, it's drying candy. Basically. I'm, I'm going to bleep it just so it sounds like it says "fuck drying candy." Okay, <laughs> so we don't give the secret away. So where did you come across drying candy? Is that something you've seen a lot of? Because I didn't even know that was a thing until like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's a. Starting to be a pretty big deal. I think you'll you'll start seeing it everywhere. I have started uh, seeing it everywhere since you've mentioned it. I've seen it in at gas stations. I went to a flea market the other day and it was there. I've seen people on the internet like, "Dude, how you make dried Skittles?" And you like put them in the freezer, then you put them in the dryer. I didn't think that would work, but they come out looking like weird little fucking no, that, pops. It. That that is a. Uh, <laughs> That is a joke to find out who's retarded in the past. I don't like Skittles. Otherwise, I probably would already tried it, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, there, that video. So I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time talking about the science behind drying. But long story short, uh, when you dry candy, you're not actually drying it. All you're doing is is drying it in a vacuum. Okay. Um, which is why it's why everything blows up because so it, it's in a vacuum. Does it all swell up like packing peanuts? Is that what it looks like that I see in the yeah. packages? Does it taste yeah. the same or does it like I've never had dried candy so you're really kind of I, I have no bearings on well, this I'll, at the moment to know how I'll we- send you some with your black Santa but oh, thanks um, what it, it it takes something chewy like taffy or Skittles or Starburst anything like that um, milk duds anything that's real Ooh. chewy it turns it into you put it in your mouth and it just melts literally like it's a like, puff of super flavored air is the best I could describe like it. cotton candy like it just turns everything into just disintegrating mush. If cotton candy was crunchy, like when you put it in your mouth, yeah, I, I can't explain it. Fuck, it, I don't. You just te- test it when I send it. Have you tried f- dried and cotton candy? No, uh, you you can't. There's nothing there to f- dry. Okay, so this uh, was my next portal into the fucking conversation, dork. I've seen a lot of candy. Like, have you been since you've been bored and just hanging out of the house? Have you just like tried? F- Tries and other stuff just to see if you could find something that maybe nobody else is doing. No, no, I think everything has been done at this point. Everything I, I watched, I, I watched a video where somebody did a uh, hot dog with ketchup, mustard, relish, and onions, and the bun, and freeze dried it. Okay, uh, p- pizza, of course. Um, I was thinking about doing something show related, which would be like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich referencing my vape. Except a steakums. That would be pretty cool. Just cook a steakums and f- dry it. <laughs> I may, I may try that. The, the issue is yeah. when you're, when you're actually f- drying food, which is different than f- drying candy, like an FDA thing um, or like it can spoil. Well, that's a different thing, but okay. the, the, the act of freeze drying steakums would take probably 30 or 35 hours. Okay. And that means that I would have that machine tied up for that long and it wouldn't be making the stuff that we're actually trying to sell. I see. But you could charge more for it because that's a specialty item. Here's some dried meat. It's already cooked. In that 35 hours, I could probably do 10 or 12 pounds of Skittles. Yeah. Um, So I would have to charge you if you wanted me to do one thing of Steakums. uh, I don't know, maybe... 400 bucks. Okay. No, we're going to, I got a few things on the list here to go down. I also had bologna on the list. Have you tried trying a piece of bologna <laughs> with a dick hole in the middle of it? You. I was just thinking, you know, referencing that story that I, I, I don't know. I, I think I told it on here as well, but uh, when I fucked that bologna sandwich, yeah, that, it could be a freeze dried pocket pussy. That's not a bad idea. It, and it's a two pieces of wonder bread and some bologna. That's like a dollar dried pocket pussy. Put that one down. Uh, have you tried trying beef jerky? Does that work? Like a Slim Jim or something? No. So beef jerky is dehydrated meat, right? Yeah, I know. That's why the idea of trying it makes me kind of laugh because I don't know. You might break the space time continuum or something, dude. <laughs> that's all I need to do is go fucking back in time, get fired again. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's what it is? It's oh, it turns out if you dry a fucking Slim Jim and bite it, you travel back in time. It was there all along. Nobody figured that shit out. Who would ever even thought to do that? That's crazy. Let me, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. So when you got shot in the face. Yeah. Okay. Did you meet your wife? Did you know your wife before you got shot in the face? No, no, no. Many years later, actually. Given every, everything that's happened in your life, 
If you could go back in time and stop yourself from getting shot in the face, would you? No. Because okay. it, it led to a net positive in the long run, I believe. Right. And that, that's what I was wondering is uh, what trajectory would your life have taken had it not happened? It probably would have been better at the moment if it would have hit me in the chin, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> shit was not going so great at the time. Not for me personally. Just, you know, it's, it never got better because it always kind of sucked. So it was actually a... a derailment of that particular train because everybody else in my family is just a bunch of drug addict fuck ups that live in trailers and stuff like 90% of them. Do you have much to do with all of them? No, I don't talk to them ever. Uh, my grandma, the the one that used to beat me and stuff, she just died like in August and we got a phone call and a picture and that was about it. Like I haven't spoken to her in years and then the rest of them, I just get kind of relayed messages about like what's going on. Cause they're all on Facebook. I'm that's why I'm not on Facebook, you know? I, I don't really, my wife, uh, philosophy, I guess, is like, don't have shit in your life that isn't productive, I guess. Like, don't, don't drag dead weight. And she tried to encourage me to, to be more active and try, you know. And after a few years, I think she kind of realized that it's just not, not the way to go. Man, so. you, you look around your, you look around your house and. Like I got everything I need right here. I don't. I don't need that outside shit. Yeah, I mean it's just it's a distraction and it's shit that I don't need. It's stress that I don't need. I don't like stress. I've li- I've had a lot of it before a young age. Like it's crazy to be. I got like I got the soul of an old man some days where I'm just like, man, it sucks, but it could be so much worse. And I think that helps me be optimistic and not a prick all the time. I have my moments. So what? Why did you why did you guys end your show? Um and don't give me no bullshit. I'll give you one of the the God's honest truth. I don't think it was going to get any better. I think at 100 episodes, you know, I've been there for 80 with Jamingo and like rotated the co-hosts and probably the last 10 or 15 were just me and John. You know, and then I, we bring guests in and old friends and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know where to oh, go yeah, from th- here. Thanks for the invite, by the way. I would have invited. I've invited you on this show and other stuff, but you were busy and I didn't want to keep fucking bugging you. You can scroll back through your text messages, sir. <laughs> the Anthony was definitely a shot, just so you know, <laughs> to stick in your crawl. It worked. <laughs> no, I, it, it was a good episode. I'm glad he went on there and it wasn't the same old bullshit. Where him and John yell at each other. It was it was a good, good show. Like this is what my my honest idea was. What I kind of wanted to do, but I don't really know how to make it happen other than what I'm just doing now. I would love to be like a podcast co-host for hire, like a hire, like a. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm sure you've done this long enough. You can understand it. Like I feel uh, I'm a well-rounded uh, podcast person. I'm not the best producer, but I'm a damn good co-host. So it'd be fun to just offer my services to people, not necessarily get paid, but just see, why don't you come over here and see what you can do here and then fuck around for a bit and podcast. I'm going to disagree with you. Yeah. I, I would, I would have agreed with you and said that you were a good co-host, but <laughs> you let John rely too much on fucking videos for an audio podcast. Yeah. Um, that I don't know how many times when I was commuting back and forth from Tulsa, I would put your newest episode on. And I just had a rule. As soon as you guys went to a video, I shut it off. Fuck. There was one time I only had to listen like 14 seconds of a fucking episode. I also listen to podcasts. I listen to every episode of that show after. 
And I feel like we now I'm not going to sit here and say every time it was perfect, but part of my job as a co-host, if you would have kept listening, is I try because I'm aware that there are people that are just going to listen to it. And I will usually narrate what's happening in the video if it's just a video visual thing or if it's an audio thing, which, you know, most of the time it was that, too. You just play, hear the audio. Oh, that guy's kicking that guy's ass or whatever. So that that's why okay, I'm going to call you a liar. Okay. <laughs> well, you don't know because you didn't listen, fucker. No, I, I, I listened to enough to know that you're lying. Yeah. Uh, but no, actually, what I think happened is you had already seen the video. So that is a, that the video is already in your mind when you're listening to the audio. Yes. So it, it is not a fair assessment. How is the listener going to take this? That's why I, I purposely only play videos and I play them specifically on my phone. That way you're only getting the audio on the show. And if it doesn't translate, then I won't play it. There is no video component to any of the videos that I play, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes more sense because you keep it simple and that way there is no distraction. I agree with you with that. Like John definitely likes, he likes his videos. So <laughs> well, it, it, it's become a crutch for him. And, and, you know, he was the first podcast that ever taught us anything. And that version of John would have shit all over any of his current shows for as much as he relies on videos. Yeah. Well, you can't, maybe you can't hear so well anymore. He's going to have visual representation. He's getting old guy. <laughs> he was talking about that the other day. He's like, I also don't want my co-host to die while I'm doing a show. That seems pretty metal, but I don't want to go through that. So yeah, that, I'm, I'm hoping that when I go, it's not in front of the fucking camera. Like, I don't, I don't want to be a fucking meme when I die. You're one like, of those people that like say you're gonna die soon, right? That that's your thing. I, I wouldn't say it's my thing, but yeah, I truly feel that way. I feel like I've heard you say it a bunch, where you're just like, "I've only got like ten years left." Well, you you make it sound like it's something that I masturbate to. <laughs> it's that kind of sounds like you do. <laughs> as many times I've heard you mention, it's just like I can't wait till I'm fucking sixty three and dead. Ugh. No, I I never said that I wanted to die. I just. Fully expect that it's going to happen. You know, the it, maybe not so much now, but the, again, uh, poor me. But this last year of a lot of stress, the yeah. job that I was doing was a high stress job. Um, yeah, I, I I really thought that I was. Oh damn! Were you trying to like death you know? death by job? Is that a thing? Suicide by slap chop? Jesus. Death by dollars. And it was, uh, <laughs> damn it, man. I think it's funny when people have that outlook because, I mean, you probably, you know your family history. Fucking, I don't know your shit from, from Adam, but it's just, it would be funnier to me, like, if you lived to be 70 and you started walking out in traffic and shit, like, <laughs> at that point, you're like, I'm ready to go, motherfucker. You just turn into uh, a fight club walking through fucking traffic like it ain't shit. I don't care. Start squirrel suit diving and shit. <laughs> You wouldn't even have to wear a suit. You would just be all frumpy. Like, you probably have a bypass by then, so you just have all the meat bags, and you can just jump out of a helicopter and fucking flutter your way down, dude. That wouldn't be a bad way to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's skydiving, sky landing. Fuck it. Just take your parachute off halfway through. You know what what I'm... (laughs) I'm starting to realize as I'm getting older, like, you know... You, you know a lot of the stories about me and my youth where 
I was a fucking troublemaker and I, I did a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. And now I, I see videos of like uh, fucking Ferris wheels at the county fair and shit breaking down. It's like, yeah, there's no way that me now, even if it wasn't a weight limit issue, there's no way me now would get on something like that. Yeah, sure. Like I have turned into such a fucking pussy. Because you're tough enough to not die, but also you're going to get hurt real bad. <laughs> you get paralyzed, <laughs> and then you're just going to fucking have to have your wife drag you around in a backpack or some shit. Oh, that'd be the fucking worst. Oh, that man. That would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> shit, from what I understand, a little word around the water cooler is, what's up with your feet, Doug? Are they going to be going away soon? You got the diabetes? That fucking Kaya, man, he is... <laughs> he. He sent me a message like, Doug, Dorg, we don't want you to die without feet. You know what I'm saying? You need to work on keeping your tootsies, my guy. He sent me a, a message like three weeks ago and he's like, hey, I hope you're not mad at me, but I started a rumor that you're <laughs> losing your feet to diabetes. A rumor? No, bro. You got the beat us. We should start a GoFundMe for your new feet. <laughs> I bet Nugget would 3D print them for you. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, Nugget. We had Nugget on Rubberneckers. That was an experience. Thank you for that, Dorg. How did she weasel her way on to fucking Rubberneckers? It took a minute. Uh, actually, we didn't get along when we first met because I put my balls on the thing, and then she got all upset and started throwing a goddamn fit. And I was like, chill the fuck out, lady. It's just balls. Balls are hilarious. And I think she wanted me modded and blocked and banned and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, all right, well, we made up. She apologized. <laughs> <laughs> was that in our server or a different server that was in your server for sure okay. i think you got involved too you're not too not too high on my nuts being in your server and i understand that man it's just you know it's the internet once you put them out there they're there yeah I, i'm not too high on discord at all yeah it, i'm surprised you haven't like not even nuked it because at this point i would understand like wanting to just pull the plug on the whole fucking thing but some of those people that might be their only day-to-day -day interaction so it might be a good thing that they have a line what I what I keep saying I want to do is <clears throat> I want to make it a patron only Discord. Yeah. But that requires more work than I want to put into it, so I just ignore it and act like it's not there. So well, you got and some free time now, Doug. Yeah, I, it's I still have no interest. Wow, that's true. Give it about another three or four days. We should be looking for shit to do. I got plenty to do, man. <laughs> that is true. In my mind, you're just like sitting around all day watching the clock, fucking Scrolling, doom scrolling your phone and shit, but you seem like a pretty active dude. You're out there just tinkering and fucking around, I bet. Yeah. I like, I, if, if I was to tell you the hobbies that I've picked up in the last three years, like I've got a, a new machine coming tomorrow and I'm going to start binding my own, own books. Don't ask me why. It's just something that I was interested in learning how to do. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so if, if you need a book repaired or you want me to make you a custom book, I I actually sent an idea over to Kaya. I want to I want to make a journal so it'll just be lined pages with uh and then I'll make a custom cover and then bind it all together. Yeah. Um, and I I'm going to call it my struggle, but it's it's <laughs> going to be it's going to have a um it says food on every page. No. Uh what? like a sun, like a cartoon version of the sun. It's going to look all cheerful, like it's a journal for angsty teenage girls. Oh, okay. And they're not going to realize that they're writing in a book called Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. These kids don't know anything anymore. That's nice. Right. 
Maybe we shouldn't do the war podcast. We don't want them getting wise. Then you won't be able to sell your fucking your uh, your charms and your snake oils. If if you are interested in trying it, I would be more than happy to do a test episode of. I mean, we could start with like Vietnam or something. Yeah, that'd be. Cool. I like watching this shit on TV. Have you ever uh, watched like what is it History Channel HD whatever? They got like that shit in color now. That shit yeah, is wild yeah. to watch. I I've said it way before I had a podcast, you know, back when I was 18, 19 years old. Um, if I, if my generation is what I said, but now it's just specifically me. Uh, you know, my dad went to Vietnam. He did a couple tours. Um, if, if it was up to me and I was told that I had to go through the fucking jungle, there's no fucking way. Like there's, there's no fucking <laughs> way through the jungle. Le- you would die by leeches. You get a leech on your beanbag and you'd fucking get tetanus or gangrene or whatever the fuck. You would just die in the jungle. That's what I happened would- to me. I'm not some kind of bad motherfucker. I'm going to trip and break my goddamn knee or some shit. And I'm going to be stuck in the middle I would of Vietnam. get shot by friendly fire, man. Like they would be so tired of me fucking complaining and my leg <laughs> hurt and it's fucking cold at night. Just eating MREs and drinking Budweiser and shit in your pants all day long in the jungle. Yeah, you would have been killed. Easy. <laughs> Bless your heart. Yeah, we'll fucking put that in the thing. Because I, I like history stuff. I just don't know. I don't know shit about wars. I never really got into it. It seems like a real bummer, you know. But I've gotten older now. I can work my navigate through bummers. Have you spent any time listening to the Bible show? You want me to be honest? No, I want you to lie to me. I've listened to every episode. So what do you think? I've listened to like <laughs> two. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm probably gonna go back and try eventually. Like I'm actually you'll take this as a compliment, hopefully. I'm starting to finally lean away like from some of my major shows that I listen to, and I'm starting to listen to more like the indie shows again. I'm running out of like popular shows to listen to <laughs> i'm just getting burnt so, out what is it just a, a matter of time no it's time and content and stuff like it's just kind of the same stuff like i've got probably eight episodes of lewis's show on my phone right now i've got probably six or seven legion of skanks episodes and i just end up listening to the shit like my friends are into or what they're doing i'm trying to get into pat oats i'm glad he finally fucking came back around he's got a, the worst audio <laughs> It's not him anymore. Like, it's just something always with the fucking the internet and stream yard. And like, there's always some complication because it happened to me. Yeah. he. <clears throat> so I've, I've been talking with Pat quite a bit the last month, two months, I guess. Can I tell you a secret that you might not know about me? Okay. I fucking love Pat Oates. He's probably one of my favorite people that I've met on the internet so far. I said it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, one other thing I want to work with him is his room noise. Because it's annoying as shit. Oh, I don't even hear all that. That's probably why he didn't hear the shit when we recorded his show the other night. Like, I was coming through on uh, my webcam microphone. He didn't even say nothing. And the real bitch of the situation is BT, fucking shiznit guy, was in the chat, said that my microphone was on the wrong setting, and I made fun of him for it. It said, you're out of your fucking mind, BT. Go get your goddamn hearing checked, you old bastard. And when I got done, I listened to it and immediately heard, like, uh, just out of talking like this and shit. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my fucking God. So are you, are you guys still playing that online poker? I haven't played in a while, to be honest with you. I should. I just don't. Like I when I was doing the Rubbernecker show, like that's one night a week that I'm in here. 
So if I want to do episodes of my show or guest spots or fucking play video poker or whatever the fuck I'm doing, like that's another night that I'm coming in here to do whatever. So, you know, I've been busy. Just haven't really had time to fuck with it. I will. I love playing poker online. I'd like to uh, try to put together a who's right poker tournament of some sort. I'm, it won't be on the Oculus because not everybody has that. But Yeah. They got that weird one on Discord now, but it's not that fucking great. You only get like five people in there. I like poker. If you invite John, he's going to show up and try to win. He plays a lot of poker, that guy. You ever play poker in real life? I played poker uh, a couple weeks ago. Won a couple hundred dollars. It's nice. Was it a casino or was it a home game? It was a house game for my buddy's birthday. And probably about 15 people showed up. There was rebuys and all this shit. And when it came down to it, I walked out with like 260 And I paid 40 bucks, I guess, to get in. That was nice. I used... So I, I used to gamble a lot, and I used to go to a local casino once a week for their poker tournaments. Yeah. And there, there's a book. Do you know who Doyle Bronson is? I'm aware. Okay, so Doyle Bronson wrote a book called Super System. He's wrote a couple and, of books, and they're real fucking thick. Yeah. And so there's Super System, and then I think Super System 2. But Super System is considered the Bible of Texas Hold'em. It looks like a literal Bible. Like a King James sat in the middle of the church on a pedestal Bible. It's a fat fucking book. <laughs> so I, I read that and fancied myself somewhat of a uh, good poker player. A poker god? Because you read Doyle Bronson's book? Just, I played a lot, man. Like I believe you. Did the I boom. I, I, I grew up through the boom with it on the TV and shit. Like You're older than me, so you got to go to the casino and watch it happen in real life. Like I had to grow up and go. But yeah, dude, fucking everybody was playing Texas Hold'em for about four or five years there in the early aughts. Oh, uh, the last poker tournament that I got into at a casino, I walked out of the house and <laughs> I told my wife. Uh, so I said, this is a big one. It was a, it was a high buy-in. What um, was it? I don't remember. Come on, Doug. At the time, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a lot. No, it, it for for us at that time it was absolutely. A lot. Yeah, yeah. That's you've been <laughs> saving up and and you know waiting for this opportunity. One moment, one opportunity. Sees everything you ever wanted, Doug. And I didn't capture it. I let it slip. And oh, I'll get to that. Fuck. <laughs> so as I'm walking out the door, she says, "We're going to order pizza. Um, what do you want?" I'm like, "I don't know. I, I guess meat lovers." So I go to the casino, I buy in, I play, I get uh, bankrupted, I do my rebuy, I get bankrupted, and drive back home, and the pizza was there about 10 minutes before me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Took it right in the fucking mouth. I did. It was, it was bad. You know, I, I, I had always had a gambling problem which is why I'm not a good poker player. Right. Um, I don't know. Like I've never been fortunate enough until now I'm grown and have a family and stuff. So I don't have expendable gambling income, but like it would have been a a whole thing to go gambling through my young and wild, ridiculous phase. Two and a half, three hours to get to Tunica or wherever the Louisiana Shreveport, some shit like that. Like you got to go away is Oklahoma, even a couple hours. It's, yeah, it wasn't as accessible, I guess, to me. So luckily, I missed that bullet. We used to play a game called In Between. Was that ever a big thing there? I don't know. What's uh, what's the game about? I'm, maybe it's a different name. Okay, so you get, let's say, five or six people in. Sure. And 
you know, you, you, you bring, let's say you bring, a, everybody brings a hundred bucks. There's five people. So there's 500 bucks. Everybody yeah. brings their money in ones. I'm already out. <laughs> um, so everybody puts a buck in the pot. Okay. Okay. So there's $5 in the pot. It's your turn. I put down two cards and you have to say if the card, the next card I flip over is going to be in between it or not. So if I, if I flip over a three and a queen, you can bet up to the pot on if it's going to be in between or no bet, right? I see. So between a three and a queen, odds are it's going to be in between it. So you you may say four bucks. Pretty good bet. Yeah. So if you bet four bucks and I flip it over, it's a 10, you take $4 out of the pot. Okay. And then, okay. Now, let's say if I flip over an ace first, you get to call that high or low. So if I flip over an ace and you call it low, and then I flip over a king... You're going to say pot. That That's your best bet to get the pot is to have all that in there. Right? Because you have all the cards in between. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. Ace low to the king high. I got you. That's what threw me off. I was like, what if you say high and then the king comes up? Then you kind of fucked, right? You don't make yeah, no money. Fucked. Okay, I got you. You basically just lose your turn. I'm back on so, track now, baby. Let's go. Flip over an ace. You say low. I flip over a king. You Bingo. say pot. All of it. If the third card I flip over is an ace or a king, you now have to double whatever it is you bet and put that into the pot. Oh. So if there was $5 in there, you have to put $10 in. And so on and so forth? Yeah, now there's $15 in the pot for the next person to play against. Nope, I don't play pot match games like that, sir. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, I was going to say I had won and lost a fuck ton of money uh, playing in between and ship captain crew. <laughs> which is a, a gambling dice game. It sounds okay. So you know how like alcoholics eventually they start drinking like the gym clear and ever cleared stuff. Like you couldn't even settle for Jack Daniels, like a goddamn civilized ape. You had to go be like, no, 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 just, just give me the odds, bro. Pot match, $20. God, there, damn. there was a, a crew that I used to run around with and we were all drunks and all gambling, all had gambling issues. Do you guys have a nickname? No, no. Oh, um, too bad. But we would we would get together every week and play ship captain crew. And you know, I may come with say two hundred bucks, and we would buy in. Uh, I think we used beer bottle caps as our poker chips. So you give you put twenty bucks in the cup, you get twenty twenty bottle caps, and then you play your round or whatever. You win, lose. You run out of money, you buy more bottle caps, just so on and so forth. That's how you. So yeah, you're no just buying chips table. basically. And then without fail, and I mean every weekend without fail, somebody would take it hard and fast and start selling their shit. <laughs> so, uh, like, I, I bought a shotgun, uh, a Sega Genesis, a cordless phone. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, microwave. Uh, and then on top, so I, I would wake up in the morning on this guy's couch, and the first thing I would do is start feeling my pockets because I didn't remember if I went to bed losing or winning and you know there may be a big knot in there or it would be completely fucking empty <laughs> and then uh everybody would get up and start moving around and there'd be fucking ious you know iou your cell your cordless phone back or iou your your mossberg back or whatever it was <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget this guy named chad he took it really bad one night and lost he lost i want to say not everything, but a, a lot of possessions. He was selling them off to try to get his money back. And he's, it's when he lost his shotgun, uh, he decided, well, I'll, I'm going to go fire it one more time. 
<laughs> if I'm going to lose it, I'm going to fire it. So he's standing out in the middle of this fucking city we were living in, and he just starts crashing away. Yeah, cracking him off. <laughs> pow, pow, your problem now. I'm leaving. God damn it. I thought I was a degenerate gambler, but no, I was just a, a night weekend warrior poker player, apparently, <laughs> compared to that. Did I ever tell you the time about the when I wrote the bad checks for instant lottery tickets? No, but I want to hear that story now because that sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, I remember kids, youngins, you'll never understand what it's like. Back in the day, you could just lie and write some shit on a piece of paper and give it to them. <laughs> and they wouldn't even ask. They go, are you sure? You go, yeah, man. Fuck yeah. That's my signature right there. And some people were stupid enough to just give you the stuff. And you never had intentions of paying them that money. Never, not once. Yeah. I, so I, I've, I've never tried hiding the fact that I am and was a shitbag. Sure. You know, I, I was on the lower rung of society and I was a drunk and, and a troublemaker. Um, so with that being said, I had this foolproof plan that I was going to write, I think it was $300 for a book of dollar uh, scratch off tickets. I would write a check for $300 yeah, and then whatever money I won on the lottery tickets above $300. You cover it. That was my, that was my money. Sounds logical to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So after the, after the first book, you know, because let's say you had 40 free tickets. Yeah. Okay. So that has to go towards another book. I can't just waste those. Um, I think I ended up with, let's say, $180 cash, 40 free tickets. And so then I'm, I'm now in the rears, an additional $120 towards yep. my, uh, so then I would cash it or I cashed in, um, the 120, gave him the free tickets and then wrote another check for the difference and bought another book. So now I've got God damn it, $600 gosh. in checks out. <laughs> <laughs> So there, there was a toggle place. Like, God, it was so fucking bad. It was to the point on the third book, and that's when uh, I realized that my plan wasn't going to work. Yeah. Um, Somebody's already tried I, this, surely. I'm, I'm sitting there scratching these off at a taco place I, and a pitcher of beer, and it's just scratch, garbage, scratch. This one's only fucking $20. Fuck. Scratch. $5. What the fuck am I going to do with $5? <laughs> Took all the fun out of it. Now it's a job. Yeah, that didn't end well. Yeah, it's like retarded money laundering, if you think about it. You were just <laughs> giving them back money in a roundabout kind of way. Most money laundering, though, yeah, there there is some shrinkage involved, but it's intentional. I have a question here that I'm supposed to ask you, Doug. Okay. Ask him if he still knows the whereabouts of Chico's Blanco's Gorditas Bebe. <laughs> no, I do not. God damn he it. Is, he's off to college. That kid should be at least working on cars by now or mowing yards. What the fuck, Doug? <laughs> you fucking put clothes on the kid's back. Yeah, they grow up so so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking through here to see like there were a couple of lore questions that I, where I thought were funny. I don't know who asked this one. It says, where's the Alaskan Avenger merch, Doug? Don't make me stab you. Uh, so it's, <clears throat> I'll put it back up. I just haven't gotten around to it. That's a fun story, to, guys. If you haven't heard of the Alaskan Avenger, Google search that. It's a, it's a fun fucking story. 
I think he's going to be getting out here relatively quickly. Yeah. One door opens, one door closes. That bitch Sonny from WWF is going to prison for like 20 years. Did you see that today? I thought she was already in prison. Well, she's in jail, but she was awaiting the full-blown sentence for the murder and whatnot. And they they sentenced her today. And she got like 10 years for the murder, like seven more years for reckless blah, blah, whatever. So, yeah, she's going to spend almost 20 years in prison, it looks like. You know, I, I know it's played out, but I, I would really like to do a wrestling podcast. And yeah. I don't know why. I don't even watch wrestling anymore. Yeah, it's hard to come up with the topic, Doug, because that's my I end up just sitting down and talking about wrestling for an hour and we have no no direction. If that may, and I'm fine doing that. But like if people are going to listen to it, I guess you should have some sort of a a setup. Premise. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I, I love talking about old wrestling. I don't watch it now. Really? I like I catch the, the highlights on Twitter. I saw that CM Punk guy went back to wrestling. Apparently that's going to be a big deal. Yeah, and and I'm so far out of it. I don't. I haven't watched wrestling in so long that I don't. I didn't even know he left, nor that he wrestled. I, I have no idea who or what he is. CM Punk. I did miss the yeah. whole era. I just know the lore, like how I guess he he blew the kayfabe, Dirk. You know what I'm saying? No, he he didn't blow the kayfabe. See, that I'm, was the curtain call. Well, I'm saying in his situation, whatever his deal was, did he not blow a kayfabe? He came out and fucking, I don't remember exactly what happened. It's the pipe bomb incident or whatever, when he came out and just shit on, I guess, the creative for a while. And then he left. Oh, yeah, I'm, I I know of that, but I've never once seen him wrestle. I don't know anything about him. You know, you watch enough wrestling videos on YouTube and shit, you're going to see something about him. But what I'm saying is. Like, I don't give a fuck that he's back. I never knew he was there. Right. You know <laughs> you what I mean? Tickle your fancy. I'm a gold dust guy. People ask me all the time, like, who I think is, like, the one of the most underrated? Gold dust. Bar none. Do you ever watch any of those shoot interviews, specifically the one where he's talking about him and Roddy Piper? No. I'm, give yeah, me a, shoot me a link sometime. I will do that. I feel like being uh, the son of a legend is tough. And I think for... I guess the better part of 40 goddamn years, Goldust. Now, maybe it's not 40 years. I'm exaggerating. But since I was a little kid, he was grown. And up until recently, last 10 years, I've seen him doing his thing. And, like, kept it fresh the whole time. Had a whole spell with drugs. His wife, Terry, was pretty hot. That's the whole reason I paid attention to him in the 90s. I didn't care that he was gay. I wanted to fuck his wife. <laughs> Did you ever watch the uh, the show called Legends House? Yes, as I'm a Big Brother fan, I know exactly what you're talking about. That that actually turned out to be a decent fucking show. It, it's too bad they only did one season of it. I learned that Mean Gene Okerlund is kind of a cunt. <laughs> They're all kinds of cunts. Yeah, but like Mean Gene had a, he was just the announcer guy. So like sometimes he would strap up a little bit too big for his britches and is like, don't forget Gene Okerlund. I'll fucking choke slam your ass. No, that what's that fucking guy's name? Uh, he was the other announcer that Bob, was there. Bobby the Brain Heenan? No. Is he there? No. I don't remember who was on the show now that you mentioned it. But, like, I had definitely seen the show. Like, Jimmy Hart was there, I think, maybe, or fucking some of their old dudes. God damn it. He was the, he was the one crying that he got bullied in high school, oh, like, 40 fucking years ago. Now. We got the power of the internet right now in the palm of our hands, dorg. Cast. Oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was there? Fuck yeah. We should watch Legends House. You want to do that? Yeah, we could do that. 
It says Gary Busey. Was he on the show? Uh, he was on there for one episode. Oh, Roddy Piper, Gene Ogerland, Hacksaw Jim Durgan, Tony Atlas, Hillbilly Jim. Oh, cool. Pat Patterson, he's all gay. I learned something fun about a gay song <laughs> yesterday, Doug. <laughs> there should be one more person, and it's the guy's name I can't think of. And yeah. I'm not going to be able to continue this conversation until we get that out of my head. Come on, dude. You can do it. You've I, got the list, of ca- the cast list in front of you. I know. I'm trying to make you work for it, you fuck nut. You Give ain't me got a it. Uh, fuck. Uh, East Ventura. What? <laughs> Dan Marino? Uh, you're close. Einhorn <laughs> is. Oh, the Fink. Right. Yeah. Good job. I watched this documentary about Little Richard last night on HBO. I don't know if you get into docs. I get high and watch nature shows and documentaries. Like, it's kind of my thing. And I knew that that dude was a big influence, like, in music just over the years. Because he'd been around goddamn forever since, like, they started music, I think. Little Richard's been performing. And it was a really good fucking movie. Like, overall, like, they, they showcased his whole shit and showed how he was, like, the route to a lot of fucking influence around all of rock and roll music like he's the architect of rock and roll i think is what they started calling him halfway through the documentary but did you know that the tutti frutti song was actually about butt sex i did not know that the original lyrics to tutti frutti and it's documented in this this movie he was performing there's like an old minstrel show singer bitch who like had a song about shave clean shaven pussies or something have you ever heard that song no. So, give me just one second, because if I try to fucking do this at the same time, I'm going to fuck it up. YouTube. In the meantime, have you ever been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I've not. Where is it? Is it in Cleveland or something? Yeah. It is in Cleveland. That was a good guess. I was going to say it's either Cleveland or fucking Cincinnati. It is worth the trip, man. Is it? Is it a big, is it worth like an all day thing? Or is it one of those two day things? Is it, can you get through it quickly or is it better pack a lunch and fucking plan on hanging out? I, I would say it's a, it's a full day. Yeah. I, it wouldn't be a two day thing. You know, it, it's, it's cool to see the eliminator, you know, the ZZ tops car. Yeah. But you can just kind of walk by it and like, yeah, there it is. And then move on. You know, you're not going to. Hang out there for three hours. So, Little Richard was performing in the shows with this lady who sang the songs, blah, blah, blah. And they featured this in here, and they were talking about how, like, this was their thing. Like, it was almost like a sideshow where they could get away with singing, like, you know, fucking edgy songs and shit like that. So, this is this lady. Her name is uh, Lucille Bogan. Can you hear that? Yeah. I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs, I'll make a dead man come. Oh, daddy, baby, won't you shave them dry? No, no, no. Want you to grind me, baby. Grind me until I cry. So anyway, uh, graphic. So they were like two live crew, but in the fucking... 40s or some shit right <laughs> <laughs> so that's where little richard and he was gay like when he joined up with all them people so he, the original lyrics to tutti frutti is tutti frutti good booty okay but is there like does yeah, he talk specifically about butt sex yes well he's talking about anal like they admitted that in there but he was gay so i assume it was gay sex yeah 
So I looked up the lyrics to the fucking song today. I didn't look up the lyrics, Doug. I listened to them in the kitchen with this knowledge that I now have. And then I started fucking around and like trying to find the holes, pun intended. Because, so here we go. Uh, So I got a gal named Sue. She knows just what to do. I got a girl named Sue. She knows just what to do. That could have been Stu. I got a guy named Stu. Knows just what to do. Okay. Got a girl named Daisy. That could have been Davey. <laughs> Hold on. This is how you spend your fucking day? Not, not all of it. <laughs> Hold on. Let me give you this here, you fuck. I was watching a documentary. That's what it was. But I had to get to the fucking the bottom of all this shit. My wife asked me today if I told anybody about Little Richard. I said, not yet. Now I don't think I'm going to tell anybody else. I'm going to keep that to myself. Anyway. <laughs> Who's your favorite gay black person? Oh, as I read this article about uh, Little Richard, uh, I'm going to go with him. <laughs> yeah. Point is, it's a good documentary. And he was gay and then not gay like four or five times. Do you know that? He got like saved by Jesus and denounced all of his gay sex and then was like, I don't do that no more. And then he got married and then he started performing again and apparently he fell back into the lifestyle. And then he fell out of it again. Little Richard's a complicated man, Doug. All right, so what I have here is Tutti Fruity, Good Booty. Yep. Damn it. Can you can you read it again? I'm going to try to be quiet this time so I can get a good clean cut. Tutti Fruity, Good Booty. If it's tight, it's all right. If it's greasy, it makes it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy named Stu. He knows just what to do. He knows how to fuck me. Yes, indeed. I just watched a documentary uh, it's not about gay black men. Uh, it's about George Floyd called The Fall of Minneapolis. Have you watched that? No. Pretty good? Yeah, you have to watch it, man. Like it, It's one of those things where I think everybody in the fucking country should watch this fucking movie. Does it talk about like both sides of it? Or is it like a full-blown no. like red wave, everybody was crazy thing? No, it's just it's it's not talking about both sides of it. It's talking about if I'm speaking on behalf of the documentary, it's talking about the truth. Uh, you know, so it's got all the cops are interviewed from jail. Um, a whole bunch of witnesses are interviewed. Um, the, the, the original autopsy that came out, um, they Re- go through that. Refuted some, some of the popular culture belief or whatever, I guess. No, 100%. Oh, like 100%. They, 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 play the body cam footage from the time that the cops first rolled up through the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and then use security footage that was from some of the surrounding buildings. And then they played body cam footage from some of his previous arrests. Um, that were good or bad. Like, uh, did it leave a bias one way or the other on Chauvin or whatever? It's, it's basically just the fact that he got railroaded. Right. And then, was he? But I guess he was a hateable person if it happened so easy, right? He got stabbed in prison. Yeah, just recently here. The other day, like for oh. th- it was Thanksgiving. That was the joke that everybody made. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like That's the person bad, who did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. Uh, I would suggest watching it. It's only an hour and a half or so. Yeah. And the fall uh, of Minneapolis. I'll put it in the fucking queue. Thank you. And I started watching one on Rumble last night. Can't remember the name of it, but it's the uh, 
about the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah. I I could talk all fucking night about that. It's not fun nor funny, but uh. <laughs> that'll count as a war show. We'll put that as a bookmark, Dark. <laughs> we'll have to do it again, and we'll talk about Las Vegas shooting and uh, Vietnam, the the early years. Are you the one that came up with uh, Dorg? No, I just think it's great. Every time I hear it, it makes me laugh, and I know that it makes Anthony laugh too, which makes me laugh, which makes you laugh, and so we're all laughing at Dorg. You got any more questions for me before we get out of here? Let me see here. Chico's Blancos, Alaskan Avenger merch. I have two questions. Uh, one should go quick. We'll bust your balls a little bit. Uh, the Duchess would like to know uh, who your favorite football team is and your favorite player. Uh, football is for fags. Next. So when he fusses about it, tell him to man up, and the Duchess says, game on. Ha, 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 <laughs> winky face, middle finger. Okay. <laughs> Why are you fucking with the Duchess? Don't make her embarrass you, dude. I would officially challenge her to a football trivia contest. Oh, that would be great. You don't want to get fucking pwned by a lady, do you? Because it'll happen. <laughs> you choke under I pressure, Doug. I, I don't know. I might put some, what's that in between of the in the middle game? I want to play that with you and fucking Duchess playing football trivia. No, I, we, we each come up with five of our own questions. And yeah. I promise you that I will... Uh, you come if up with tie, five of your own questions? Yes. If not tie, I will win. I'll let her know you threw down the gauntlet. Duchess is great. I keep telling her those boys over there, they're going to keep fucking around and she's going to go do her own podcast. You can get on her goddamn nerves. She should. Yeah. That whole thing. She like, I, I don't know if you like to talk about any podcast drama at all. Like, not to get all the way into it, but apparently fucking that Eric Zane guy can sometimes be a prick. And everybody else uh, feels that way except me. I'm cool with Eric Zane. But everybody else is like, fuck that guy. <laughs> See, I, I don't know him from anybody. Yeah, I've never I met him, really. Never anybody. talked to him. Huh? I've never met him. I've never talked to him. Like, in face-to-face -face or anything. Maybe a text here and there. I asked him on the show, but he does, like, morning stuff. You know, just to fire fucking John up. Because I felt like I could mediate between John and almost anybody. That's really what the show became about, I think, too, like at the end. And I'm not trying to take anything away from John because he sets me up for stuff and I tried to set him up for stuff. But, like, that's really what it was about the last 20 episodes. We brought fucking uh, Proxy, a.k.a. in for an episode. And fucking Anthony. Yes. I mean, it was it was Proxy. She pulled her dick out and made John scream. That was fucking hilarious. Goddamn Proxy's tits are making me. I can't even talk. He's going to go put on his Sorry. VR goggles now. See you in, see you in the chat world. No, I'm not doing that. Liar. Still no, I can't. It's, he's still a, I, I, the voice. I can't do it. If, I'm he, sorry, had a, he, if he had a female <laughs> voice, I would be fucking scared right now. Uh, you got to change the pitch. Oh, I'm proxy. sorry, John. <laughs> I was going to make him show uh, her your. Um, I was going to make him show everything. her your wiener. Proxy Jamingo. was great. Glad you were here. You want to see my, you want to see my wiener? I do want to see your wiener. Let me Let's see, see your wiener. I'm allowed to do that? You're going to get kicked off of Twitch. Let me it's see fine. Your, We're at the end of the show. Look at this one. This Jesus is the other outfit. Christ. The real jiggly this. one. There's another You're gonna get, you, are you sure? Dude, it's if you're going to show, don't, sit there, don't tease me, bitch. Show me your, show me your fucking proxy. wiener. Let's see. <laughs> Where is it? It's, oh, it's, wait a minute. No. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I hang out with him. You know? oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my God! He's he's, he's shooting cum all over the screen. I, 
Jody, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know. Is that a girl's name or something? It's a, a digital avatar lady person. I'll send you some links. You can see what Proxy's up to nowadays. No, that's all right. You can explain it to me. Uh, what's the digital avatar like character? A VTuber. Uh, Proxy is a VTuber, and there's a prototype that that he was using years ago already. Like the weird fucking video game looking chick that he was using. He's just made upgrades and upgrades to that. Okay. He wears full VR. Uh, he puts little sensors all over. And if you watch him or you talk to him, he's actually, I, and this is, don't tell him this is my, the favorite, my favorite part. I know that he's like six foot five and like jumping around in his bedroom. And it makes me laugh. Cause I think his dad's probably downstairs going, if that boy doesn't stop <laughs> fucking jumping around, I want to unload this shotgun through the floor. <laughs> But he's he's doing better. Like that's the, the cool thing is I I was had my doubts, but he finally chilled the fuck out once he got into his own lane. So I'm like, good dude, go do that. You're much more fun that way. So, oh good. I yeah, I haven't heard from him in oh fuck. He sent some VHS tapes. He had he had uh we did that trial of him if you remember. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he and he put it on VHS and got it all packaged real nicely and sent it to us. And I think that's the last we've heard from him. I don't typically advertise. I don't, I don't tell a lot of people to listen to rubberneckers. Not that I don't want them to. It's just, I don't want people to think less of me for some of the dumb shit that I say, but, uh, you should watch the episode with proxy. I think you would be entertained at the, the situation because that's he, he's in his full cartoon fucking glory through the whole thing. Does he have a girl's voice, or is it his voice? He puts it on. Yeah. I'm trying to see. I don't want to fucking. Weird. <laughs> it's it's weird, but you just got to be. I've gone on VR and went and hung out with him in his Why? fucking little VR world. <laughs> well, I felt like if I didn't, he wouldn't leave me alone. And it turns out I had, a, I had fun. It was a good time. He's just as weird as ever. You just <laughs> go in there and you fucking... I think I piss him off because I'm just fascinated with the VR stuff. So I'll just sit in my chair. He's like, why aren't you up? It's like the South Park episode with Michael Jackson. He's like, why aren't you up wandering around, guy? You could be free like me. And I'm just sitting here <laughs> turning the lights on and shit. Fucking picking up. Oh, I open the refrigerator door. I close the refrigerator door. Come you know, over we here. Had a, shit. Uh, a guy working on a clubhouse for us, a VR clubhouse. That never and... happened. I, I was going to ask. I thought I just got left out of the loop and just nobody talks about it. Nope, he got, so there was, I think I still have some screenshots of it somewhere, but it was basically like a bar, and there was a stage, and there was a pool table with our logo on it, and there was a dartboard, and, and it was all playable games. The pool table was playable, the dart game was playable. Yeah. Um, and then, if you remember when Anthony and I were talking about it, he was supposed to get a VR headset, and then once he got that, then we were going to kick off our clubhouse and he still has yet to get the vr headset so oh fuck it's not like he can't afford it you prick it's fun they just came out with a new one maybe he got an upgrade already but yeah uh, fucking with and in his little vr world is fun because you can actually i like to watch weirdos be weird you know as long as they don't start showing up at my house i'm good yeah it's just i don't know man like i time is finite right you you only have so much time yes and do you want to spend it in a six foot threes, six foot three, uh, 
gay clubhouse opening and closing the refrigerator door. You know, like there's there's so many other things that you could be doing. Yeah. I guess I never think about it like that. I just look at it more like I'm already in here and I got an hour. And that was very strict with him. Like I didn't really go in and fuck around and I think I don't know if he liked that or not, but eventually I was just like, I'm going to be free Thursday for an hour after the show. And I hope to God my wife doesn't walk in this room while I'm fucking standing <laughs> here fucking around with you because she thinks I'm talking on a podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to get in trouble when I have to explain this. <laughs> Wouldn't it be best if she does walk in? Because I'm sure whatever you're doing or seeing is on your screen. Yeah. No. Uh, no, it's just in the goggles. Wouldn't it be best then to just say... Yes, this is a woman. And instead of trying to explain that it's a six foot three, it's going to be uh, easier for goddamn sure. Mildly retarded. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want the answer to, lady. Let's just pretend it's your sister. That's going to be better than the situation that I have to tell. So, speaking of other weirdos, I had one more question here if you'd like to answer it and I can let you go because I don't want to keep any of your finite time. I know you're a busy guy and you're probably going to get ready for bed soon. So, here's my last question, Doug. Nugget wanted me to ask you about your jizz sock. What about it? And which one? <laughs> right. So I had <laughs> questions and it coincided with the diafetus. I said, well, Doug's not going to need socks any longer after he gets his feet whacked off. So, I mean, maybe he'll have a lot more socks to come in. But she said, uh, uh, ask him about his jizz sock. Did you talk about a jizz sock recently? Why, why would Nugget ask me to ask you about a jizz sock? I don't know. I don't understand the origin of the question. Did you mail I her have, a jizz sock, Dorg? Because uh, that would not, not be okay. <laughs> I realize it would not be okay. Did you mail her and one by I accident? It, I wouldn't tell you that I did it. Did she order a box and maybe one of your fucking eight dogs happened to drag it out from under the fucking <laughs> the living room table? Uh, other than me telling the story on the show about jerking off into a sock, there should be, and I would go on uh, in front of a judge... And put my hand on the Bible and say there is no connection between me and Nugget where there is a jizz sock in the middle of it. Well, good. So I don't I don't understand the reference to the question. I don't know. I guess she just wanted me to try and embarrass you because you'd be coming in socks and stuff. Oh, please don't talk about something that I've talked about on my show. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. Coming in socks just makes sense. That's at the end of the day. That should be in the book. That's they're shaped that way for a reason. I just never got into it because I fucking would probably forget to wash the socks. No, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I would probably scream if I did that. Like, I'm one of those sensitive fucking dudes who I don't go anywhere without shoes on. And I, I hate stepping in dog shit or anything cold and squishy. Like, if I put my own cum in my toes, I, it would ruin my fucking day, to be honest with you. So, I, I think it was Ugh. like our first year was when I told that story. So that was what, six fucking years ago. And I still remember the episode title walking around in squishy socks. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to revisit. You got to remember, like I came in about a year into your show. So maybe I missed a couple on the front end back in the, the fun audio, no technology days. You know, that that's something that I have, <clears throat> I never fully appreciated when I used to listen to podcasts before I had one. And you know, the, the host would start telling a story that he had already told in a previous episode. And I would get so frustrated. Like, how do you not remember talking about this? What, whatever it is, yeah. something, either something mundane or something major. What's gonna and, be? and now by when, when Anthony and I get done recording an episode, I honestly can't tell you anything that we've talked about. You just hit the delete I, button. 
Yeah, it's just it's just my my brain is. I think my brain is is when I'm recording is moving in such a way or operating in such a way that it's looking for the next punchline or the next funny thing or the next thing to keep going, um, and it's not storing any of the information. Right. That's the that's because at work I have a really good memory. I I take everything in, I catalog it, I can regurgitate it uh, as needed. But on the podcast, I we get done and and. You know, we we stop the stream, and then we try to figure out what the episode title is going to be. Like, I don't even know what we talked about. Some shit no we said twenty minutes ago, clearly. But yeah, uh, coming in socks. That's goddamn. I don't mean to throw me. the break on that hard. <laughs> What's going to really annoy you is when you happen to listen to this and you realize that you said that exact same thing on the last episode. <laughs> I was going to try to say the same thing that I said after. It's like having sex. You don't remember what you're doing when you're doing it. After the fact, completely blank. I just fuck. Doug, it's been great to talk to you, buddy. Sorry, it kind of slagged off there at the end. That's my bad. I ran out of steam at about an hour. And uh, thank you for giving me the extra 20, 30 minutes, kid. I appreciate that. All you got to do is fucking say you want to end it. No, I don't want to end it. I love talking to you. I'd, love, I'd rather talk to you than text you. I feel like fucking I'm bugging you. And this isn't bugging me? No, this is fine. You're not doing anything else. You just got your power back on. You're probably still fucking eating food, eating your dinner. You ever use DoorDash or any of those services? No, I'm pretty cheap. And if I did, I would just bitch the whole time about, I got to pay this motherfucker an extra $12 to bring me fucking Taco Bell. Yeah, fuck. I I wish I wouldn't have gotten wrapped up in them. I've, I've tried uh, uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats, and yeah. it's just uh, giving them piles of money for garbage food convenience yeah i don't know i feel like you should have to earn your fucking your fast food and that's just me that's why i'm luckily keeping it under three bills at this point i think it's just because if i want taco bell i gotta go to taco bell yeah that's the that's the fucking problem is i've never used any of those services for fast food it's always some expensive bullshit that would cost an arm and a leg to go to the restaurant to eat oh and what? then I I would much rather pay a premium to get it cold. <laughs> you should at least fucking go pick it up and eat it in the parking lot. <laughs> I understand not wanting to be around people while you eat, but uh, I I just don't like being around people at all. I, I'm I'm it's like I'm doing everything that I can to not ever have to leave the house again. Yeah, and you're watching documentaries about the Las Vegas shooter, right? Hmm. <laughs> okay, you want to give your socials so people can find you eventually. No. No. Fucking Who's Right podcast. Fucking listen to the Bible show. I don't care if anybody else listens to it. I want you to listen to the Bible show. I'm going to listen. That's the only reason we put it out is for you to fucking listen to, and then you won't even give us the time of day. It's just me specifically. I, I appreciate it, Dork. I should have known. I'm going to have to be listening for all the secret messages. Ooh. I didn't realize right. that that had caught on the way it had. Uh, yeah, fucking my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting loopy <laughs> i'm getting loopy getting tired and hungry getting faded and that was my conversation with dorg 
from the Who's Right podcast. Be sure to go check out their show, subscribe to the channel, uh, become a Patreon. They got all kinds of shit rolling around in there. Dear Flabbies, uh, Dildos and Duggalos, got a conspiracy theory show. Uh, Hamilton and Piccolo, Doug and Anthony have made lots of awesome content over the years. And I'm a happy subscriber to their Patreon. I enjoy their content. I even tried out the Bible show. And I'll tell you, I don't get a lot into the Bible shit, but if I had to hear it from anybody, I would rather hear it from Dorg and Anthony. But that's that. Guys, my wife is singing Christmas songs in the shower. We're about to go party hard. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. As far as we go here, like, subscribe, rate, review. Tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your friend's mom about the show. Go to www.biobidet.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You receive 10% off. Clean your booty hole like a Christmas champion. Also, since the recording of this episode, I'm happy to announce that the candy company is up and running. ArizonaBayCandy.com. Be sure to use promo code POBOYS, all lowercase, to get 15% off the people's discount. Try out their lovely candy concoctions. Uh, Doug has become somewhat of a, a wiggly wonka in this field, and I'm more than happy to watch them grow and expand. All small batch artisanal blends of freeze-dried candy and new flavors coming constantly. If you go there and they're sold out, don't fret. He's got to make them by hand, so it takes a while. Just keep an eye out on the website, use the promo code, and enjoy your fucking self. That's it. That's all I got. Merry Christmas, you fucking filthy animals, and I'll see you soon. Sons of bitches. The candy man, the candy man.